0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. The more we keep saying it, the less true it becomes. It's the all. It's network
1: all, is the best anime podcast network on the it's internet. All, it's
0: all. It's all marketing. It's all marketing. Uh, you know, but uh, we can. I also claim that we are the oldest podcast because we are about to hit the one year anniversary of the current uh, podcast revival. Uh, so, I'm going to uh, just officially say we're the podcast. I guess that's, I guess that's uh,
2: accurate, if you
0: I mean, forget
3: about every other anime podcast. Or, uh, I mean, think about like the average lifespan of most podcasts, man. Most of that shit doesn't even make it past, like... I think it's, like, I think
1: six episodes. Yeah, is, like, the
3: yeah. The we're, like, what, this is, like, episode, like, what, 50 or some shit? Like, <laughs> uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, okay. I mean, yeah, close enough.
0: Yeah, okay. well, since it's bi-weekly you know it's not 52 weeks or whatever but anyways um yeah so we are back uh after uh last episode we did our winter 2019 season preview and now we are back to tell you that we were right about everything <laughs> both good, both good and bad perhaps um yeah if anything i would say the, defini- the the kind of uh, overall feel I got from the season is not a lot of surprises, if any, really. We kind of yeah, we have a show.
1: couple surprises, but nothing like really groundbreaking.
0: Yeah. I, don't think we were, season, yeah. I don't think we were too far off with anything. I think generally the the shows we thought We're gonna be good were good to varying degrees and the shows we thought were bad were bad to varying degrees um so uh but even so there's quite a bit to talk about so let's get into it uh just to introduce who we have on the podcast this week uh, i'm gel we have iroh hi i'm back iroh is back from the dead as you may have heard in the last episode of uh, Legend of the Glorio Heroes um, and uh, we also have G Yo-Yo and we
2: have Aqua. See I also died but I don't see anyone celebrating my return <laughs> we <knew laughs> well, we, come back.
0: You, you weren't scheduled to be on the next episode and then had to uh, cancel last minute because you literally couldn't talk so, um,
3: also, you don't have highly specific knowledge of PS2 era adaptations <laughs> of Osamu Tezuka manga. No,
1: but he's seen the movie, he's seen the live
2: action movie. I've seen the live action movie. Yeah. I have very specific knowledge of cheesy mid 2000s live action adaptations <laughs> of Osamu Tezuka manga. Yeah, and that's but just as it... valid as Iroh's
0: knowledge. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Does
3: it say blood will tell? <laughs> Well, oh, we'll right. get
0: to the we'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about uh, Dororo uh, later, but um, yeah. So, like I said, we are going to kind of be giving now our first impressions of the winter season. We're going to talk about the shows, uh, both good and bad, that we ended up watching, and uh, kind of give our thoughts on that. But uh, there is one thing I wanted to talk about before we got started on the anime. Uh, well, this is still technically an anime-related topic. But anyways, the the annual uh, – this is the second annual Crunchyroll Awards kind of came and went, uh, voting opened and closed since our last episode. And um, I don't really care about most of the categories. And if you want kind of our takes on those, you can probably just read our year-end coverage. But <laughs> I uh, – I did want to mention the, you know, the most important clearly and the most competitive category, which is the, uh, the, the best girl category. And uh, I have to say the competition was pretty brutal because we had, um, I'll run through the, the nominees real quick here. And then uh, we can kind of all debate our choices here, but uh, we had uh, Anzu from Hinamatsuri, you know, the, Dear precious angel who has never done anything wrong. Um, we have is uh, the
1: one who learns kung fu and beats people in the first episode.
3: No, she's like the dis- disgustingly pure angelic figure who fucking makes goddamn flowers sprout wherever she steps and fucking purifies the hearts of any she encounters. Okay. Ah, Which so Amaterasu.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Might as Girl. well. Might as well be. Yeah. Um, uh, then we also have uh, Hinata from A Place Further Than the Universe, okay. which which if you all recall last year when they did the first anime awards and they announced Best Girl, that Best Girl was a category. I immediately said Hinata for Best Girl 2018. But that you was did. still pretty early in the year. Even so, she's a worthy contender. Um then we have uh, Lily Hoshikawa from Zombieland Saga, who... People are gonna, um, some people are going to be mad about that one. Well, they shouldn't be, but I yes. Uh, and you know what? I respect her inclusion on this list and would not yeah. fault anybody for voting for her. Then...
3: Uh, Even if the animation she comes from is not that great.
0: Yes. Um, and then uh, we have Asurpa from Golden Kamui.
3: Yeah, okay. dog, here we go. Oh, oh!
0: who uh, <laughs> I don't even watch, I don't even, I i don't watch this show or read the manga and even I know she's great, so. Um. Serpa will
3: hunt for you, she'll beat up seals for you, she'll <laughs> make you poke sticks at poop, she will get drunk with you. And she's also 13 years old, G. I didn't, st- <laughs> are, you, gonna- are you, are you implying that Trust any of these God. girls are? <laughs>
0: um, yes. The. Uh. The uh, – yes, clubbing seals is adorable. But anyways, uh, uh, then we have – okay, so this is the – I think the most controversial one. We have the main girl from Laidback Camp who is the worst character in the show, and I don't know why she's on this list when there's like three other people from that show that could have been on here. But nevertheless, I understand they, why they would want to include Laid Back Camp here. And then finally, we have uh, Mai from Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai who is literally – Senjo
1: she she, She's the she, eponymous bunny girl senpai.
0: Yes, she is. She's the eponymous bunny girl senpai, and she's literally Senjo Gahara from the Monogatari series.
1: Okay, what if she sat in a chair with handcuffs and poured water over you?
0: Look, what? if this were if this were two, <laughs> look, was I was going to say if this were if this were me in 2010, I would be more excited about her uh, appearance on this list, but I don't think. <laughs> uh, I, I understand. I understand why she made the cut, but I don't think she's an actual contender for the category. So. Anyways, a lot of good choices here. I I think if holding a gun to my head, I'd have to go with Anzu, even though it's really tough call between her and Hinata for me. Um I think I G, can respect that. I think G you've already you made know? your intentions clear, but I know you can
3: Yeah, like <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Anzu is fantastic. Truly a perfect angel. I will literally fight anybody who has a bad word to say about Anzu. But but a serpa will fuck shit up. Like <laughs> like when the cards are down, like a Serpa's first fucking instinct is to fucking unsheath that knife she's got, you know, behind her, or like draw her bow or Pick up poop for some reason. I don't know what her fascination yeah. with poop is, but she'll 13. do it. <laughs> yes, yes, she's thirteen. Thirteen-year-olds universally they love poop. It's 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 bizarre,
0: but hilarious.
3: Uh, uh, th- I'm just th- saying, th- out, out of all these girls, Serpa's got your back.
0: Okay, so G, does the fact that we are judging this by the anime adaptation have any bearing on your decision? <laughs>
3: No, fuck no. We're we're totally ignoring the anime. The anime doesn't even count. The, the, the anime just exists to fucking basically shoehorn Serpa into this category because I don't know. The anime basically does nothing for her. It's they don't even get her faces right. Like for God's sake, for for God's sake, like if, if this were best reaction faces category of 2018, a uh, manga version of Asurpa uh, sweeps this entire category. It's it's not even close. It's it's a slaughter. Uh, there are no survivors.
0: You know, I think actually good reaction faces is, is an important criteria in in judging best girl to begin with. So, you know, that is kind of I think a handicap if we're only judging by the anime uh but
3: uh <laughs> Damn the anime.
0: I don't know. I it pains me because I, I, I love Hinata and as I said, I was uh campaigning for her from day one uh last January.
3: I mean, does she win Best T-Shirts of 2018? <laughs> maybe. No, Ash Ketchum does. Oh, no, shit. No. Not even that category, huh? No, actually,
0: <laughs> gee, you remember uh, Hina's shirts in uh, Hina Matsuri that literally just changed to show what her emotions were?
3: Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Man, yeah. Best best Shirts category is competitive in 2018.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe that that should have been a category, because that's, that's pretty uh, – those are some tough calls there. You, you have like <laughs> – surfing Pikachu versus uh Hina's bye-bye shirt and uh <laughs> and, and and Hinata's uh food t-shirts so yeah that, those are some uh some tough calls but uh yeah I don't know it's uh we'll, we'll have to see I don't know uh Iroh and Aqua do you have any uh any, uh, I usually Boxer don't shrunk. swoop to
2: the level of uh, best girl discussions. <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, yeah, just I'm saying... You're, you're clearly above all of this. I'm um... just saying... Nanami-senpai not being on this list is homophobia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're just going to drop, drop that hammer on... Uh... Well, we have, we have Lily, who is transgender, so we have some... Uh, LGBT representation.
2: True, but she is still being framed as a object of desire for straight men.
0: <laughs> uh, Idols! Uh, that happened yeah. in an idol anime. Who would have
3: guessed? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't
0: suppose go, you're right. Uh, Ira, what do you think?
3: Make uh, a claim. Uh,
0: don't put me on the spot like this.
3: Sorry, you agreed I to know. be on this podcast. I probably
1: got to go with Hinata. Hmm. She yeah. told her friends to fuck off. Yes. That was pretty good. I, I, was, I, was, I was, I was,
0: she constantly drops wisdom in every episode. Yeah. she's su- she's, she's such a good character. Like, like all, I mean, not to get rehash our best anime of whatever discussion lost on that her show, passport
1: but in Singapore and kept cool.
0: Yeah. The whole that,
1: episode.
0: All the, all the, all the main girls in that show are just like, so well fleshed out. Like, And she's like the best one, but yeah, it was, it was, it's a tough call, tough call. So anyway, we'll see how that goes uh, with, uh, with that category and the rest of the categories when they announce the actual winners, which they're waiting all the way until February 16th. And can I, I just have to say
1: last year, last year's Crunchyroll anime, live stream award
0: thing was a total shit show yes that doesn't surprise me that 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 aside uh that is way too late to do because we talk about 2018 2018 best of yeah
3: i mean i thought we were coming in kind of close to the uh yeah like close to the bar there
0: ourselves like 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 past january one is late i think anything past january like nobody's even gonna Care at all? Nobody fucking and,
3: gives a shit anymore. Yeah, like,
0: we've moved on.
3: Like there will be, there will be new memes already by February. Like <laughs> the old girls will basically not matter anymore because we'll Every, have new Everyone's, about,
2: over. everyone's about that neck lifting
3: Sasuke. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a that is an by, awful, by February, awful meme. I hate it. By by February, look, by February, that meme will be obsolete. Hell, by next week, that meme will be obsolete. It, it was, it was
0: obsolete, obsolete after like the second image that got made off of it. it was, it's a terrible meme. <sighs> anyways, time
1: to boot up Kaiuny books again and find a screenshot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get that hot
0: meme money. Uh, anyways, let's uh, let's move on from that then and get to our actual original topic. Now that we're already fifteen minutes into, <laughs> into the episode. <laughs>
3: You I'm sure this you podcast is a quick one?
2: Uh, We're already right. right. 15 minutes and do G rants and do this podcast.
3: <laughs> maybe two G rants. Wait, I, I, where are there two separate rants? I think I had like maybe one. Like, does the a circle one count? I guess that's one. Yeah. Where's the other?
0: Yeah. Well, um, the, the, we, we, we still have plenty of time here. So, show me the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Uh, let's talk about. So I, I want. I broke this up into. I wanted to talk about uh, the couple couple shows that were that were returning that we can confirm are still good. Probably don't need to say a whole lot of, about them. Then I want to talk about a couple bad shows, and then we'll talk about the stuff that we're at least for now continuing to watch. So. Um, Starting with the the stuff that was returning, and we can confirm is still good, we have uh, Mob Psycho 100.
3: Hell yeah.
0: I actually did not get a chance to watch the new episodes yet, but you guys seem to be pretty positive on it. It
1: is more of Bones just like being crazy animators and throwing out all the visual flair that they got.
3: Yeah, yeah, it is very much the, this is very much like the kind of like, I don't know, technical exhibition match for Bones, basically. You know, they're just- Showing off. They're just basically using Mob Psycho to just show off, like, you know, they're just flexing on every other anime studio out there, just just Mm -hmm. blowing everybody out of the water, just being like, look at the fucking wild goddamn shit we can do when we, like, put our entire resources to it.
1: And like plot wise and stuff, it's still fun. The same type of thing. Uh, Although now we're now because it's airing in earnest again, we're starting to get the like think pieces about about why Mob Psycho is the best anime ever made or whatever.
3: Are we really getting those already? Oh, yes. Oh, man. I mean, okay. here's the thing, right? Mob Psycho 100 is it's still fantastic, you know, but also I think maybe we can all agree, even those of us who really love the show that there isn't a ton to really say about it, honestly, like
0: yeah, mm, the production
3: values are phenomenal.
0: I'm sorry, Jill, go ahead. Yeah. It's very, I mean, it's very, the, I, I don't want to make this sound like bad, but I, there is sort of a, a, a cap on how good it can actually be just with its premise and everything. Like there's only, it, it's not like all time great type of material, um, even if it's very good, but
3: um, I mean, I definitely think it depends on what you're coming to it for. Like I I generally do agree. Um, I do think that mob does have a little bit more substance to it than it sometimes lets on. I think at least Mm -hmm. I think it has more substance than, you know, it's, it's counterpart one punch man for the most part. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, for better or worse, right? Like, I mean, it's unfair to just be like, Oh, it's just doing what season one was doing, but it is kind of the case, but I think that's still worth, you know, it's still worth praising. You know, it's, it would be very easy to, uh, or not very easy, but you know, with well, the thing with sequels, right? With things with like follow-up seasons, it's 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 always very easy to potentially you know fuck that up, to to stumble. The, novel, or, the novelty is gone, right? But I think that I think they're still bringing it, and I think they're still bringing it pretty strong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I I will have to catch up on that for sure now that now that our uh, first look season is over. I should have more time to ke- loop back around to that. So, uh, the other show that was returning that I wanted to talk about was the return of Kakigurui, which I still cannot confirm how to pronounce the two X's. I'm still going to pretend that it's supposed to be pronounced double cross. Um, Hell yeah! <laughs> sure, it's uh, not so... a very
3: anime type of guilty gear naming conventions. Yeah, all <laughs> up in here.
0: So, uh, you know that also leapt right back in where they left off with the delivering the type of quality trash that i love um they jumped right back in with a (laughs) a game they basically played chicken with a device that has like a mini guillotine that will cut your finger off and whoever pulls their finger out off or finger out uh first loses um which produced my i
3: really liked I really liked when you were describing it in the chat as that this this season of Kakagurui is basically like a fucking gambling torture
0: tournament arc. Well, the, well, well, yeah, the torture thing was just the one particular battle, which <laughs> I was telling you guys my favorite moment of the episode was they're 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 setting this thing up and they're like, "Where did you even get this thing?" And the the girl that brought it is like, "Oh, my family does torture. That's just our family business." And like, "Oh, okay." And nobody question that like, any further <laughs> right there's a school for the rich and
3: powerful so you know whatever that's yeah, right gotta be
0: somebody somebody has to do it right but exactly. uh no yeah so they they dumped like a, like 12 new characters into the first episode like this crazy family family of ga- gamblers or something and they're basically starting <laughs> up a uh a, a, a tournament arc to to see who will be the new uh, student council president um and they they vote with their with their gambling chips or whatever. I was gonna say poker chips, but they never actually play poker, so uh Poker's too vanilla for these people. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I was just about to say this is Kakigarui. They'd probably play like strip poker but all the cards are
0: on fire. (laughs) Well, that's still much closer to traditional gambling than some of the other stuff they pull out. Um, no, nah, you'd have
3: to you had to introduce some crazy element like fucking, I don't know, strip Russian roulette poker or something.
0: <laughs> they they have not done they've done Russian roulette, but they have not done any stripping games so far. So, surprising. I mean, You're all the games gaming. in we are stripping games. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, there's no stripping, but uh, let's just say the characters really really enjoy gambling. Let's just... Uh, just <laughs> Alright, Tom,
3: do they enjoy gambling in the same way that the people in, like... Oh, man, I, I lost this bit because I already forgot the name of that stupid manga. Kaiju? Uh, no, no. What's the one where they eat the food and they get horny? Food Wars. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, do, yes. they, do they get excited for gambling in the same way they the Food Wars people get excited to eat?
0: Yes. Arguably more so. Um. <laughs> anyway, so that show is still... Uh, trash in the best way possible and uh, still can't actually (laughs) watch it because it's on uh, well actually Netflix hasn't even announced international plans I think it's airing on Netflix in Japan but anyways of course of course of course Thanks, Netflix thanks Netflix got to just include that all right so moving along a couple of bad shows I wanted to mention uh, there obviously are more than two bad shows, but these were the ones that I picked out as the actively harmful ones. Please do not watch public service announcement. Um, first one is uh, 10 and Angel Flew Down to Me, which is uh, the latest in the trend of adult female pedophile shows. Two in a row. by, for, by Two in a row for Dogatobo. Um it's their new they, thing man after they did the man, uh, one
3: more and they can go for a hat trick
0: yeah <laughs> after, after they did the, the uza maid show last season this one is even more boring because there's literally no plot other than the the adult main character's little sister brings home her friend and she immediately falls in love with her and like acts like a weird pervert stalker around her um as opposed to a regular pervert stalker who
3: is <laughs> you know the normal well, yes. pervert stalker
0: <laughs> um your friendly yeah.
3: neighborhood pervert stalker
0: yes um it's again such a waste because its it's one of the it's one of the best looking shows of the season, like it the is, peop- the people uh, at Dogakogo are so talented and they just get wasted on garbage like this and you know like i said in in my post about it like they i i keep calling for them to make no uh monthly girls nozaki-kun season two and they no longer deserve it give that show to <sighs> they have uh, lost the right give that show to feel who did hino Hina matsuri they'll, they'll... Uh,
2: i beg your pardon need i remind you of feel's strict record They've because they are responsible for some of the vilest shit in anime history.
0: Well, they've been good recently. <laughs> well, though. Well, I
3: have a short memory, so I just remember Hinomatsuri. Matsuri. Yeah, they, so. they,
0: they've been good recently. I'm trying to remember the other, uh, the other like-minded comedy show that there. There was a couple of them. I think did, did they do the art the art club show? I think something like that. And then, uh, I the think only thing it, I remember is that
2: they also did a. Was it? Yeah, I think Tsukigaki Ray. That that was them. Moon something or I don't know. No, it would like the the. The the Loki romance show that turned into
0: yeah was that that or Pine Jam or I'm I'm getting that confused no too. Pine Jam was just because that okay. other Loki romance other show. show. Yeah. Romance. my oh dudes, boy.
3: if it's not Bones Map or Trigger like I cannot for the life of me remember yeah. what studio has been doing what <laughs> well, so doesn't really matters at all is,
0: like that show was bad but I don't wouldn't say it was like I don't know. I mean that show was good up until the end. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 it was actually good until the like last couple episodes. Sure. So, um, anyway, that show is bad. There's really not much more to say about that. Um, and just uh, alerting everyone that the trend continues with this adult female pedophile thing. And Joe, uh,
3: is is Dogakobo okay?
0: <laughs> I don't know, I'm man. I'm gonna that... go
3: with no. <laughs> uh, if... like. Has, has somebody checked in on them recently like like has somebody like actually looks inside the studio are we sure that like they're not like being held hostage that like not just some like weird fucking otaku with highly specific interests have just <laughs> rounded them up in the studio I mean, and just like held them at gunpoint and be like you will animate this female pedophile show
0: it well t- it, two female pedophile shows in a row um. Uh,
3: two female <laughs> pedophile shows. Next,
1: they're doing that like uh, weightlifting thing, right? Do you even lift, oh, the them?
3: <laughs> Yeah, oh, man, that's all right. Never mind. They're forgiven. That's that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look, we'll save that discussion we'll, look, we'll for next season. Se- <laughs> we'll we'll save this discussion for next season when I will finally get my chance to go on a tangent about Kenga and Azura, aka like low key my my latest favorite battle manga but we can <sighs> save that for, for next season.
0: Yeah. I I don't know, man, it, it must be paying the bills because, uh, I don't know. Like it's I said, great. that's like, that's, that's, I mean, I'm not joking. That's one of the best looking shows of the season. Uh, the animation is so good and they, they're so talented man over there. And it's such a waste that they get, that they do this, these garbage shows that like, uh, oh. you, know, you
3: gotta fucking, you gotta fucking watch mob psycho or something. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta cleanse yourself. Yeah. Like, you cannot, you can, you cannot, be, you cannot be walking around in a season like this, walking in these streets, saying things out loud like uh, "Wataten is the is the best looking show this season." You know, awesome. that's like, I said, that's like that's like, that's like that's like that's like playing Biggie with the windows rolled down in L.A. Like <laughs> you, you're, it's it's a dangerous move, you, well, you know. You're I, I, you're, I put, you're
0: endangering yourself." I put the qualifier on one of. I did not say the best, but it is definitely one of the best looking shows um anyway let's let's move far away from that one onto something far worse boy what a Uh, what a great section of the podcast so um see this time i'm see i'm getting smarter i got i'm getting these out of the way first so that we don't end on these things this time um that's probably a good idea so uh the rising of the shield hero we all knew it was going to be bad it ended up being far worse than I expected. Um, I've been d i have been I was I've been- it will get even worse. Yeah.
3: Can we can we just say like just say fuck this show and move
0: on? Like yeah, I, mean, I I've been debating how much I haven't even watched
3: it, but just every goddamn thing I've read about this show just sounds like the most just like Isekai can get bad sometimes. I think we all know that. Like Isakai can can indulge in some of the worst kind of fucking shitty like otaku power fantasy garbage, but like fucking the rising of shield hero, like it's like like five years ago, if you showed me the Rising of Shield Hero, I would have thought this was a parody. Like, like no, you couldn't do something this bad. Like, like come on, that's that's ridiculous. That's absurd.
0: Yeah, um, like yeah, I, I was debating how much I wanted to actually talk about on the podcast because we wrote, I think, probably more eloquently than we would be able to say on on, on here, kind of our thoughts on it. But I, I do want to just give the quick highlights, lowlights. Um, just so that everybody understands, mm. uh, what the issue is, um, you know, we talked about, you know, everybody knew going into it, that kind of the central plot point was that the main character's experience in the other world is shaped by this false sexual assault accusation, um, which, uh, you know, all the bad things that that implies are a hundred percent true, um. You know, centered around that event and, you know, drawing parallels to kind of the paranoia that people use as an excuse to, you know, downplay, you know, women coming out and speaking out about, you know, their own experiences and all that. Um, Again, read the post, uh, you know, that portion um, Collins wrote about um, and with a lot of good context on that. The other thing on the even broader picture that a lot of people have discussed, and I kind of wrote about that part on the post is it's basically incel propaganda. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Hooray. He, you know, the, his, because we really
3: need more of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he get you know, he gets accused by this woman who was formerly being nice to him. And, you know, he's the, he's the nice guy and all the other guys are these jerks, but they're super popular and everyone ignores him. And it, <sighs> it's 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 disgusting to the point where i you know i I brought this question up in the post and i did kind of want to mention this is like and I, i don't know if we can i don't know if there's really an answer for this right now but like at what point should crunchyroll or whoever be like screening these things and like not licensing them i don't know if i mean it's a huge success for them
3: well because so. that's the thing right if they don't somebody else will funimation will or high dive will or netflix or fucking this whoever is, like
2: as a as a further like aggravating factor this is actually the first show crunchyroll themselves handpicked and selected for adaptation so they were heavily evolved in the adaptation process really Yes. Uh, they,
3: they know where their bread is buttered. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing, right? We we all seen that fucking horrible map I try not to think about, about the winter or fall 2018 season, you know, of, of what every state in this country is watching. Like, yeah, they know it brings in the money. And, and Crunchyroll has a
0: clarified just, just to clarify, and G's point, if anybody doesn't know, basically, Goblin Slayer was Crunchyroll's most popular show last season. Across yeah. the board. Everywhere. And... Um,
2: so the thing is, Crunchyroll has a long-lasting history of bad PR, considering this kind of stuff, like making Put a big banner ad that was like,
1: "Come see the most shocking Iskaya!" Yeah,
2: yeah, and like having a lot, making a lot of uh, Twitter posts in bad taste, like showing sexy fan service, which is actually like a, a sexual assault scene or something like that, and and this is just like the climax of a long long series of gaffes and
3: yeah, yeah it that, feels like it, the logical it, it, conclusion of a lot of just i don't know really questionable trends we've seen in anime in the past few years because
2: it's interesting it's interesting to compare this to Dogakobo, kobo right you can say oh doga oh bad now they are like guilty of making these shitty harmful shows where on the other hand you could also say that they are an animation studio in Japan and they should be glad with every single license they get and they just mm-hmm. do what they do to keep bread on the table
3: i mean yeah totally like I, I mean as as a yeah as a creative person i definitely will never hold it against a studio for for look you got to do what you got to do to put money on the table right whether that's making gacha games or making bad anime like yeah yeah you know you do what you can because hey it's it is a tough industry and as i think any of us here who's read about the anime industry knows like that shit is kind of a meat grinder
0: yeah by which I don't...
3: underpaid to produce this garbage
2: yeah i think
1: uh...
3: about which
2: i'm not like, defending crunchyroll because i think crunchyroll as a as the main purveyor of anime i mean of japanese entertainment even they should be
3: they should know they... better
2: they could be taking or they should be taking advantage of their position to have a kind of educational like purpose to actually like show people what anime can be, what, the, what, what is the best and not highlight the worst. But the worst right. makes them so much more money.
3: I mean, I guess it's, a, it's a weird thing because I guess it kind of sends me mixed messages about the company because Crunchyroll Roll is also the one that's greenlighting that, uh, that original like show they're doing right yeah, i totally yeah, forget yeah. the name but like yeah so they're doing that but then they're also bringing stuff over like and i guess yeah. then that leads to like the weird ethical dilemma of like is making deals with goblin slayer and shield hero is that what allows them to do those kind of bespoke uh passion yeah. projects so to speak
2: yeah, I, and I the think... thing is also, Got is Goblin Slayer the most popular anime, sorry, on Crunchyroll because most people like it, or is it because it was the one that was most heavily pushed by Crunchyroll simply because it has the most direct appeal of being a more or less Western inspired fantasy show with a video game like aesthetic?
3: I mean, shit. If that was the case, I feel like
0: Rage of Bahamut would have done a lot better. So I mean, <laughs> no Rage of Bahamut was on Crunchyroll, so we can't compare.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it not? Man, I totally no,
0: forget. That's true. Yeah, no, it wasn't
1: actually. Oh, yeah. like, uh, uh, darn. Yeah, they said there's no such thing as bad publicity, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well.
3: All right. I mean, fucking. You know, like we really like want to give this show any more time that it deserves.
0: Yeah, it, like I said, I it's I th- th- that's a tough question for a lot of reasons because then, like you know who make you know how do you judge what shows you would you know i just and you know i understand you know people got to eat or whatever but even so like i if i put myself in the position of the person licensing shows for crunchy roll or the person who is charged with promoting shows for crunchy roll i would have a hard time like yeah. promoting something like that like in good conscience personally but you know everybody has their own if, conscience even when that. because there
2: are shows with similar appeal like Dororo, for instance, that you could decide to put your weight behind instead.
3: I think, but I think that's not even true because like the kind of shows that have been blowing up, it's like, it's not just that they are like well-produced action spectacles. It's that they they kind of trade in a more kind of insidious type of power fantasy.
2: Yeah, you know?
3: I mean, that's definitely their appeal. Right. Don't you know, get like, me wrong. Like there's the waifus and the, and, you know, just, yeah, the power fantasy aspect of it, you know, the the aspects of it that allow you to, you know, for better or worse, I guess, you know, as they say, self-insert into it. That is that why
2: think... the video game mechanics are so, are, are so like, prevalent in that genre. Be- it yeah. is because the people who these shows are for do not have another frame of reference than video games. And the thing is, that is, like... It's... It's not an inherently
1: bad concept, but like... I'm not
2: even I'm not, I'm not even trying to, to 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 spit it in that direction. I'm just more like saying right. that this is an 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 an, an entry ticket into yeah. enjoying fiction, but it is not like it it is. That might sound a bit elitist, but it's sort of like it's like the the one at the the half step on the like ladder this is like the the right. training wheel. it's an element it's to an element like yeah the the, the, I mean, the the yeah yeah the training wheels that are supposed to ease you into enjoying the genre
3: i mean i think there's definitely something to be said i think we've mentioned it a few times on this podcast that there's probably something to be said about the fact that like you know uh Japanese fantasy, you know whereas Western fantasy tends to find its roots in like a mixture of like Tolkien and uh you know, Dungeons real world dragons. mythology and Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Dungeons and that- Dragons is just Tolkien. <laughs> I yeah, mean, well, yeah well you know you know what, I mean, though, what like, that you're kind talking of, like, about they're halflings
2: not hobbits
3: also like <laughs> yeah. fucking Tolkien fans will fucking like skin you alive for saying that hero so good going there but <laughs>
0: yeah i'm sure there's a lot <laughs> of I, I guess what i mean more is like <laughs> we'll get a lot of listeners uh complaining about that i'm sure
3: yeah but i think it's more <laughs> that like i think it's more that uh whereas in japan like Japan's context for fantasy, like, it draws on, yeah, like you said, video
0: games. Dragon Dragon Quest. Quest. Dragon Quest. It's it's
2: Dragon Quest. We just watched fucking
1: Endro, right? Which is just Dragon Quest.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: I don't know. I just
2: want to um, say one more thing about this show, because it is a continuously worrying trend and that is the depiction of
0: slavery in yeah, the rising of the shit oh I, I was just gonna, was just gonna so mention that bad. i was just gonna mention that we didn't even have time to get to the slavery because I mean, there's so much definitely stuff. a part of this is definitely a part of the incel uh,
3: oh no totally it's awful that is
2: because you know incels are all about those women should know their place and be devoted to me and happiness and slavery, that's all about, that's what this show is all about. But because... don't you see
3: Aqua, they're a good master. They would never yeah. treat their slaves poorly. Oh. That's I mean, what makes them I mean, a hero. Dude, the, the, <laughs> the slave girl literally gets freed and then she
2: says, no, I want to be master slave instead. And she oh,
3: just man. Slave. Truly a perfect woman, huh?
2: Look, I Damn could it. just
3: yeah,
0: see, see, <laughs> the, 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 I
3: mean this, is
2: gonna... a, this thing is beautiful. This thing is a fucking case study. Cops in the future will have to watch Rising of the Shield Hero <laughs> to understand the incel mindset. Oh goddamn it! We should move on. Yeah, have a villain girl. Gets like when she's caught, she gets legally renamed to bitch and is sold off to like the (laughs) rapist king who is known for having raped 9,999 women and she will become the 10,000th. And that it's described
3: how the main character gets to watch. We have to move on. We cannot.
0: (laughs) We cannot. Is that
3: real? (laughs) Yes!
0: Oh my god.
3: We cannot (laughs) keep talking about this anime.
0: Yeah, it's real bad. Go read the post. Uh, <laughs> um, holy shit! All right, so now that now that we've gotten that off our chest, um, let's talk about shows that we're still watching better or worse
3: <laughs> yeah well what, what what do you mean worse worse uh, than shield hero come on you're being unfair no, now <laughs> i mean
0: better or worse for our well-being i suppose that, that we're continuing oh, yes, to watch them yes yes sure. no there's nothing there's nothing here worse than shield hero for sure uh but uh <laughs> so um let's start with uh the price of smiles which had already started, <laughs> which had already started a last uh, episode, so we got a little bit of a, a hot take on that, but G and Eero, I'm going to turn it over one to question. you.
2: One question, one question, has the Prince of Smiles himself shown up yet?
3: <laughs> it's No, there's no proof. We're, we're waiting on that, uh, developments
2: are concurrent as we speak. <laughs> the Prince of Smiles is my idol stage name. <laughs> <I> mean, <it's,
3: laughs> That's shows pretty good, the actually. price of smiles. Uh, so should we just Eero, should we just start talking about this show so this show
1: reminds me of Princess Principal from a couple years ago thems fighting words no in a very specific way is that how the in the sort of way that uh, similarly to Princess Principal like stuff like the character design and some of the writing is very like boilerplate like modern anime looking like the princess says twin tails and she's a 12 and she's basically an idol etc and and like this military squad of the empire has like the like cutesy girl who says mm-hmm. her own name and the like <laughs> pretty boy etc etc but then the actual content of the show is somewhat more serious than the aesthetic would be
2: lead you to believe
1: yeah
3: that's that's a very good way to describe it like I a, mean, as irre- sorry go ahead Uncle. now you're describing
2: <laughs> the main appeal of princess principle to me so <laughs> I'm i mean,
3: as Iroh can attest to my feverish ranting about this show I just <laughs> I'm not sure what to take from this show because as you say everything about its presentation and framework is like the opposite of my brand of bullshit but then like but like like you have you have political intrigue and like a weirdly morally gray take on politics and warfare that like pays lip service to to squad tactics and strategy and like the nature of how logistics plays into warfare like that girl that Iro mentioned that like like she's like this cutesy little petite girl who like right. says her says her name in third person. Like, she's but also like, she's introduced.
1: She's like, introduced lifting dumbbells. Yeah, like also- she's fucking. Judo
3: throws a man and shoots him in the head. Right. She fucking pulls some John Wick shit, where like some like fucking like dude like tries to fucking grapple her. She tosses him to the ground, puts him into a chokehold, takes her pistol, puts it to his head point blank, and blows his fucking brains out. Like right, but then five minutes later, she's like, "Oh, Lily doesn't know what to do about this." Yeah, uh, like, yeah. and then she's like, what fucking are you like, Kill like the yeah, man. yeah Kill it's like." <laughs> It's. That sounds like, great, I don't want to say actually. it's incongruous. <laughs> like no, it's kind of like it's kind of fantastic. Like I'm not gonna look again. I know what I said the last time we talked about this. I I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't make this co- I don't make this comparison lightly.
0: I'm still holding this holding you to this G. <laughs> there
3: is there is there is something something to be said about it's like dueling protagonist like narrative structure where it's like examining. Both sides of this conflict in a way that is not dissimilar to a certain 1988 science uh. fiction OVA. Now, I am not saying this show has anywhere near the nuance or the execution or even the ambition, but it's it's trying far more than a show of its like stature and general framework would ever you would ever expect it to. I mean
1: to to call back more directly to like um, the f- previous podcasters was mentioned, we talked about like boring protagonist man who talks about like love and peace and willpower and guts or whatever, and uh, he just
3: like dies in the second episode. <laughs> Yeah, he just fucking dies in the second episode, and not even in a heroic way. It's not like, oh, dude, like holds the fucking pass, you know, three hundred style against like a thousand mooks. No. no, he just he just gets like shot,
1: and shrapnel gets him in the gut, and and then he like he fucking slowly bleeds out. Yeah, he fucking like bleeds out and dies of sepsis like five days later. And they like... bring his, <laughs> but then like a goofy anime shit, like they bring his corpse to the princess, and she does the like. Grasps her face and screams at the
3: camera. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's so like overwrought in some ways, uh, but also, like, I don't, again, I don't, I'm not sure I'm really ready to call it good, but it's. I'm entertained. Yes, it is deeply fascinating what they're trying to do with this show. So, what like, you're telling me is that Satellite
2: has produced a Sunrise original anime mecha. This is Tatsunoko. Anime. Is it First Tatsunoko?
1: Tatsunoko? Oh, yeah.
3: Like,. <laughs> oh like that's my like, god they're still waiting for it to reveal itself to be like you know the long lost remake of some obscure Tatsunoku property yeah because
0: this is their like
3: their... in the fucking episode you know we we find out it's fucking a remake of like tekamon blade or some shit <laughs> but
0: yeah because this is their fifty fifty fifth 55th anniversary right, project.
3: right right yeah, yeah. what, what just, is like, so that doing
0: then girly air uh, force
3: i don't know are they still doing uh, pandora Air okay. Force. Yeah, really-
1: yeah we'll get to yeah, that yeah. later but oh, yeah this is just a show where like the opening has these two girls like idol singing at the camera and twirling around and then stella pulls out a gun and says you kids come with me every time you refuse i will shoot one of you
3: right but- yes like like, that's, again, like, it's the weird thing where, like, you know, everything around its promotion. And, again, I'm not going to say, like, oh, they're going for, like, some sort of, like, you know, Madoka-esque, like, you know. Oh, no, that's story. not what they're it's doing. It's definitely not doing that. But it's, like, everything about the show's presentation. Like, the opening is, like, the princess from the kingdom and the and the main, like, ace mm-hmm. pilot from the empire, like, holding hands and, like, singing an idol song and dancing and, like, a lot of, like, egregious Yuri baiting. And then, like, in the show itself, like, the princess has just watched like her childhood friend like get murdered in battle in like the most fucking like ungraceful, like inelegant way. Like again, not in the field of battle, not not dying in the flames of honor. Just fucking bleeding out on a hospital bed. And then like the other girl, like is like she's she's not right in the head. Something is wrong with her. <laughs> we don't know what yet, but like when she's just fucking saying shit like you know who cares about civ- civilian casualties? They're all dead anyways. Like, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's it's so goofy. Yes, yes. Like I, it's just so incongruous, but yes, in a I fun way. Yes, yes, for sure. I just I just don't know what to make of it.
0: Is um oh, yeah, it's I'm not I'm not gonna interesting at least I'm not gonna make you guys say the show is good, but is it the biggest surprise of the season?
1: Uh, so far maybe
3: probably yeah yeah like, definitely not the well, best. We got to, show we got to go
1: to Buki, Buki later, but uh, uh
3: <laughs> that's a surprise for a different reason. But, sure, uh, all right, but, but yes, I'd say I mean Price of Smiles is definitely the show that threw us off guard the most. I mean. It sounded kind of great
0: <laughs> the way you guys were explaining it, but
3: uh. I I kind of want other people to watch it. And again, I'd, I'd say don't go into it expecting to take it too seriously. But if you just kind of watch it for like the truly bizarre, I'm not ready to call it a train wreck yet. But like, just it's it's operating on a level that you don't see in a lot of anime these days. What one one last we're both better and.
0: One last quick question. So, like, is there a path for this show to actually be legitimately good by the end?
3: Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so so we, keep, so we keep joking about how every time something horrible in this anime happens, <laughs> me and Ira are like, well, that's the price of smiles, <laughs> like firebombing civilians. That's the price of smiles threatening Just- children at gunpoint. That's the price of smiles. Destroying the food supply. That's the price of smiles. Like if that if that's actually where this show ends up going, if the show actually ends up just saying, you know what? Fuck it. We're going full, like Metal Gear Solid 5, Big Boss on this shit. Like the price of smiles is paid in blood and fire. <laughs> like if that's the actual direction they take with this, like <laughs> I-, I wouldn't say that's good, but it would be so fucking just audacious that I would not be able to help, but kind of love it.
2: Huh. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Lily committed war crimes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <damn it. laughs> she shot that man in the head. Dude, she fucking shot that guy, like, just merciless, straight up. Uh, and yeah, some of the, and then Mecha fighting is pretty decent, too. So, you know, <laughs> there's that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get to that. Uh, All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe worth maybe worth checking out, then. We'll see how it goes.
3: Oh, okay, fine. One last—I'm sorry. One last thing. I just—I have. Let me just say this one last thing because it's so stupid, but it happened from the prior week's episode. But there's a battle in which—that's right. <laughs> the empire and the kingdom are fighting, and the kingdom am- ambushes the empire by placing its like howitzer artillery mechs on the top of a cliff, and shooting down at the empire guys. And the empire, because the mechs in this in this show can't fly, right? Like, they kind of do, like, that, like, low-level hovering shit. So the Empire guy's response is they deploy a mobile big-ass ramp. <laughs> and they fucking boost off that fucking ramp onto the cliffside, or then they proceed <laughs> to just hack up those robots on top of that cliff. Like, it's, it's the most fucking ridiculous, like, but also strangely ingenious thing I've seen in a mecha anime in a while. <laughs> uh... Yo, Lily, hit that big ass ramp. I'm
1: not even joking. <laughs> yeah. that's Exactly
0: what it is. They <laughs> uh, <laughs> hit that big ass ramp. Yeah, are we? Are we making a are we making a 50 cent uh, blend the sand references yet? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe maybe that's our maybe that's our cue to move on then. Oh. Yes. Uh I, I don't know. G it sounds like it's yeah. it sounds like it's checking a lot of boxes for you. I mean.
3: Guide (laughs) kids.
2: All
0: right, Uh, so (laughs) we have to move on. How do I? I, I, There's no segue from 50 Cent Blood in the Sand, so let's just talk about Dororo. Uh, (laughs) Blood will tell, baby. So, um, you know who else will
2: get rich or die trying? (laughs) It's Dororo, (laughs) baby. Uh,
0: Sure, Uh, (laughs) that kid's
3: got hustle. You know what? I like that kid. He's got hustle.
0: So um I, I didn't I only watched the first episode and I thought it was pretty good. Um Yeah. Did you guys did you guys watch the second episode? No. I uh, think and I did. Okay. I
1: mean uh, it is uh following some of the like okay. There are like it is it is a adapt it sure is adapting Dororo uh like to doing known stories from that series so far
3: yeah i i'm not familiar with the original material but you know honestly it's kind of a little bit like mob psycho i gotta be honest like dororo is it's cool as fuck but there's also not a ton else to say like it looks good and the characters are charming and like it's funny because
1: i feel like when you Everything about that show doesn't seem like it'd be that charming, but there's some sort of old school Tezuka charm that bleeds
0: through. Yeah. Uh, If you just read the concept off a piece of paper, it sounds kind of like super dark and, uh,
1: (laughs) I mean, it kind of is like the most
0: metal thing in the universe. (laughs) It's pretty metal
1: actually. (laughs) I mean, it's just weirdly charming. Yeah,
3: away. I mean, it's yeah, like, it's in that weird Tazuka way where, like, only a guy like Tezuka would write a story about look at this fucking weird eyeless, skinless baby that, like, was consumed by demons and driven by pure like grit and desire to live. Fucking and got a robot body, this, yeah, like this prosthetic like kill body designed to just kill the shit out of demons. <laughs> and then there's also this precocious kid thief along for the ride.
1: Yay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so oh, wow.
1: that PS2 game's all right. Yeah, is it? Hey,
3: hey, Mappa does good work.
0: Yeah, ma- ma- yeah, Mappa definitely does good work. I like I said, I did, I did very much like the first episode. And again, now that first look season is over, I should be able to get back around to, wa- to watching it. But you know, if anything, it's just something different than uh, the usual high school. I will say, stuff. I
1: kind of. I hope they keep some of the goofier stuff. Uh, like, for example, in the original version and in the video game, his his leg has a machine gun in it.
0: Oh man, there's no and way that like I cut that right.
1: <laughs> you can't cut that. I don't know. It's been the, the tone is more serious. I feel like than any other version of this I've that seen. That is true. I mean, I'm definitely enjoying it, but this version of Dororo is definitely pretty self serious. I'm inter- it's uh, it's interesting to me because uh, Yakimaru has not spoken at all uh, when like as far as I know in every other version even missing all of his body parts he still like speaks and stuff but yeah. uh yeah yeah like uh, but here it's straight up like he just doesn't talk presumably I mean, because he doesn't have his tongue back or whatever yeah. but I do kind of like that way more
3: intense of a character yeah <laughs> it doesn't it's kind be. Yeah. Machine. <laughs> it's kind of an interesting take, I think, like, kind of... I'm not saying, oh, they're doing it more... Like, They're doing it like if he realistically was missing all of his body oh, parts no, and organs, it but it's more like they're kind of treating it with more, like... What's the word? Like... It feels more, um... More thought put into it? Sure, sure, yeah. Like, my understanding is that in the original manga, they just explain away everything by just, he develops psychic powers
1: to, like... <laughs> You know, another running theme body. in Tezuka works. It's like
3: in this one, they're kind of like they're kind of like playing into like, nah, like this dude is, this dude's kind of fucked up, you know? He, uh, he dude, motherfucker doesn't even have his skin at the start of the of the first episode, you know? Right. So he just wears like a mask or whatever. Yeah.
2: Question. I don't know. Does What's this up? have flamenco music? <laughs> no.
3: No, but the or OP is pretty not great. as good as the live action movie. <laughs> <laughs> the opening's pretty good, though. Yeah, I do like the opening. I, I just Fucking love that... Headless ghost horses riding over the horizon.
0: I I, I just love that uh, Iroh's frame of reference is a PS2 game and Aqua's frame of reference is a <laughs> live action film. And neither of them is the manga itself, <laughs> but... <laughs> um yeah well anyway i don't
1: know that original opening from the 60s is pretty good yeah it's
0: pretty <laughs> catchy yeah that's all i got yeah <laughs> there's a, there's some there's some strong uh ops this season i, I we will we'll save that discussion for when we get to the, the end of the list here but yeah all of
2: them are weirdly inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know
1: yeah i don't know
0: yeah. um <laughs> sure Anyway, let's. Uh, so yeah, that that uh, seems to be solid adaptation so far. We'll keep an eye on that one. Yeah. Um, moving along. Uh, last episode, we did not have an official localized title for this, but now we do. It is "My Roommate Is a Cat." They went the simple route on Shame. that one. What? What
3: was like the original? Like translation? I think, the, I think
1: the original is like "My roommate sits on my lap and on my head." Oh,
3: okay.
0: Yeah, sure. it's, yeah, something like that.
3: I mean, I get for English speakers, that doesn't really roll off the tongue yeah, so great. They had but... a...
0: also sounded too much like a hentai. Uh, a
1: little <laughs> bit had <laughs> fine fine too, as they say. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's the is that <laughs> pulling out the dusty old memes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a that's an old that's an old one for sure. But anyway. about
3: Tsukihime deep cut. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did did anybody else watch this or is this just me on this one? I
1: watched the first episode. Okay. I did not watch it.
0: Alright. No. So, um, yeah, so this was this was the one that was about a writer who's a bit of a loner and he takes in this mm-hmm. stray cat who is inspires him to write his next book, so he he takes in the stray cat with him. And uh, you know, they kind of uh kind of about them developing their friendship or whatever and the the hook is the uh they kind of do they kind of do the episode like normal uh with the the writer guy going about his business and then like the last like third of the episode they switch over to the cat's perspective and show like what happened like from his point of view um (laughs) and cute yeah it's it's a yeah, I guess I guess "cute" is a good word to describe it. I mean, it. I kind of when we were doing the preview, I thought it was going to be maybe a little more serious. I guess it kind of is because they, they, they. Um, I think they're going for like he a, also
2: has crippling depression. Well, well, <laughs>
3: I mean, well, okay, they're kind of going more. for.
0: They are kind of going for that angle because they they kind of set up that the the author has been hasn't really dealt with losing his parents and that's you know they're kind of going for like a healing type of angle so there's 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 a lot of like sort of I guess sentimentality in there um which is fine oh just no the reincarnation of his dead little sister
3: no I just realized um, don't you understand it's yeah, the get haven't, his wife no no haven't haven't y'all watched a fucking any goddamn movie about a pet oh no this movie this movie's gonna end with a 20 year time skip um, and then the cat's gonna die.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, just to, to address the reincarnation thing, there are some hints that that could be a possibility. In <laughs> are, some you capacity. are you serious?
1: Are you shitting me? Well, well, they
0: they like he finds the cat like at his parents' grave and stuff like that, right, or something like that. I, oh, yeah, th- yeah, yes! I, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. And like the first thing he said, <laughs> the first thing he says when he sees the cat, which is very weird. <laughs> is that the cat has the same mouth as his mother. <laughs> hey, don't judge. Uh, <laughs> Which is a very mm, thing to say when you see a cat. But, um, mm, so. Uh,
3: yeah, I, that's a weird thing to say to anybody.
0: <laughs> you
3: have my mother's mouth.
0: <laughs> so, hang on. Um, so yeah, they could be going in that direction. Uh, but for the time being, it's. The first two episodes were kind of pretty straightforward and simple and cute and fun to watch. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So oh, that's nice. I'll be keeping an eye on it until they drop the, you know, the inevitable melodrama bomb, which I feel like is definitely, <laughs> which I feel like is definitely coming eventually, but um Is the cat gonna have to move to America for going to college? <laughs> uh... No, but yeah, I well I I don't know if they're gonna do the Make the cat die thing like that was the other thing like I thought I, th- I thought the closest frame of reference was uh she and her cat by Makoto Shinkai and the cat dies in that but uh,
1: Oh does it okay it's
0: this- a Shinkai movie what did you expect
1: I expected a long distance romance <laughs> then in a bittersweet manner because that's the only fucking thing you can do
0: yeah <laughs> he's
3: also um, very good at backgrounds th- th-
0: this is this is a little more this is a little more light hearted than uh, than that but. I guess it is – I feel like there still is some comparison to – or I I have a feeling there will be more comparison to be made by the time it's over, but we'll see. Um, Okay, question. Is there
2: a hot lady who has a hot cat?
0: Not yet. So he does meet this – Attractive woman at the pet store in episode two, but she oh, of course. at least at the uh, time, yeah. at least at the time we did not see. She's here for that, that. She had cat, a cat. cat action. Yeah, so she. It,
3: hey man, no pets are the perfect icebreaker. Man, pets are the best wingman.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I, I have. I would not be surprised if he meets her in a later episode, and she has a cat herself. So you're you're on you're on to something oh, there, cool. Aqua. So there, there you go, folks. We just, we just, to... we just, we just wrote the script for the rest of the series. We, you what know, you're, you're saying
2: is that this is anime Garfield.
3: <laughs> you can send, oh you God. can send the checks to um, the Glorio Blog at PayPal.com.
0: Yes, uh, gel, gel at the for PayPal. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't use PayPal. Elon Musk is still looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll
2: back
0: uh, oh it, all right they, shall we uh <laughs> aqua how do, how do you always bring up elon musk in every uh podcast somehow it's, i just uh i don't know man you Maybe know I've kind of really, did you see did you see the uh the picture floating around with him wearing a, a kakaguru t-shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah that, i saw that on twitter there's our connection to this uh this episode uh number it's uh so there you go. Watch Elon Musk's favorite anime, Kakugurui, on Netflix. Available now. <laughs> it, would, it would be, wouldn't it? Oh, you know, it's. I mean, it's a show about psych, like crazy people gambling with absurd amounts crazy, of money,
1: like psycho, psychopath, rich guys. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it makes sense. Totally makes sense. Um, I have no idea what we were talking about. Now, where were we? <laughs>
1: Promise on. We are we are yes. rapidly so let's losing. Move
0: on the cat the fucking thread on now. this podcast. Cat show is good for now. We'll see how that goes. Uh, let's move on to the Promise Neverland, uh, one of the most anticipated shows going in, and would we say it pretty much delivered what we were expecting? Yeah, sure, seems good. Yeah, I'd say so. I think it's kind uh, of hard. You know, I think to talk about without spoiling too much, but. A little bit, I mean. Um, I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler that something bad is going on in their situation. Some wretched shit is happening at this <laughs> orphanage. Um, it is probably, I must admit, because I tried to like, I tried to go in as blind as I possibly could on it. I knew something, like even if you just watch the trailer, they indicate that obviously not at all is not as it seems. That probably was. The tattoos didn't set you off? Well, yes, obviously something was wrong. Oh no,
2: G! This could have been a perfectly crumulent, fun little, cute girls doing cute things show set on a horrible farm where children are bred to be fed to demons.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did not see that. I did not see that as being the bad thing coming. Um, I must admit uh it is a bit out there (laughs) without context and uh it definitely adds a lot of a it definitely adds like a horror element to it which is interesting um
3: oh yeah totally
0: and i I, i've heard a lot of people so let me throw this out there i've heard a lot of people comparing it to uh made in abyss as far as just like the tone of it i don't know what you guys hmm. think about that
3: um i think i mean i think that's kind of a service level like oh it's a it's a cutesy it's a cutesy, or it's a manga with a kind of a cutesy aesthetic, but oh, there's some dark shit going on. Like, I don't think... I, I don't know if that quite lines up. Like, they both definitely have, like, you know, great art and, like, you know, are good at kind of building this kind of creeping, you know, tension and horror. But, uh... I yeah, the, my
2: core difference is that, that Prophet Slaverland is still very much a shodun manga at heart. Whereas Made yes, yes. in Abyss is a seinen manga, true and true.
3: Yeah, like, for example, like, you know, you have the character Emma, who is, like, intrinsically, like, the optimist in in the trio. You know, she is the one who's saying stuff like, no, we're going to save all the orphans. We're not going to flee this jail on our own. Like, we're, we, when we when we break out of the orphanage, we're going to save everybody. You know, it's it's those kind of moments that, like, you realize, oh, right, yes, this is still kind of something published published in uh, Weekly Shonen Jump. The thing I think Promised Neverland does really well, though, is that it contrasts that kind of very standard shonen, you know, uh, optimism and 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 hot blood with the like, with the like tension and horror aspects of the rest of the story. I think yeah, the because... main thing
2: that sets it apart is that the universe does not wrap around the main character to prove them right. As in, like in most shonen manga, you have a main character who's like the power of friendship will solve everything, and then guess what? The power of friendship does solve everything.
3: I mean, I don't know. Alco, have you been reading the manga lately? If we, I if have, we can, do, I have. we can do. We can do. We can do the Promised Neverland like manga spoiler cast later, uh, but no, I feel like I know. look, right. I don't want to get into it because we're talking about the anime. But um, the thing
2: is, this has a far more pragmatic like look at those morals and for that reason i find them a lot less annoying and egregious than they do in most manga
3: i think the thing that works and i don't want to spoil or talk too much about manga stuff but i think that the reason why emma works as a character is is because she is forcibly contrasted against um ray and uh, norman who are very much pragmatists you know yeah and kind of it's kind of very fun to watch these like I mean one I mean they're both pragmatists one is just you know way more honest about it than the other but like the way they are forced to like you know alter their plans to kind of fit like Emma's like kind of unyielding optimism in the face of overwhelming odds I think mm-hmm. creates a good character dynamic
2: it's an in- uh, it's interesting because it actually like it turns Emma into the protagonist because she is the heart of the group and not because she is the most active member of the group.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: that's Like, she is not the idea person, and she's also not the action person.
3: Well, I mean, she's the shounen protagonist. She's the muscle of the trio, so... Uh, but yeah, as, as far as the anime goes, I think it's, yeah, uh, it's doing a good hard. job of. Uh... Yeah,
2: it's hard to it's hard to talk about this without talking about manga spoilers. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah.
3: I've I, I not read the manga, and I'm enjoying the anime. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you know I think we kind of you know both you and I kind of talked about it in our first look post. But shows like this, like My Hero Academia, they're kind of representing a kind of refreshing take on shonen adaptations in anime. You know, like mm-hmm. you know we don't have to suffer through 50 episodes of My Hero Academia filler. You know and like kind of same thing with you know promised neverland right it's only getting one core so like they're going to end at basically the best possible place and you know there's not going to be any pressure to like you know come up with like extra filler material like they're doing they're kind of doing these adaptations the uh what they deserve you know yeah
2: and i wonder what actually caused that shift
3: I honestly think it's probably the death of the big three or not the death, you know, but like the, the end of the big three. Yeah. You know, the sun setting of the it, big
1: three uh, might be a budget thing. Like,
3: cause maybe, I know mean, yeah, because I
1: a, a higher 200. budget than the like
0: ongoing yeah, but I'm
1: saying like, oh, maybe you're right in general but, though. So,
0: we, like, we see a lot. I mean, over the past, even like 10 years, I would say we've seen less and less, you know, shows go past one core. I, I mean, I, I know, I know the, yeah, that the, know is true. Big shonen, I know the big Shonen shows kind of like exist in their own world, but in general, like yeah, Bor-
3: Boruto and Black Slower are still going right, and I mean, hell, even My Hero Academia is like what sixty episodes in at this point, but it's yeah, just but it been like like it, but takes like a nine month break, right? Right, but that's minutes. right, but that's what makes it work is that it's been well spaced out over the last like three or so years, yeah, you know, and I think uh and i think that's that's a good sign for the promised neverland as well that uh, if they can continue to kind of get adaptations like these you know that uh kind of kind of kind of do do the source material justice you know without you know kind of stretching them too thin then you know it's going to make me really look forward to the chainsaw man anime adaptation so- <laughs> double art anime that's gotta be Bones, right? Like, Bones would have to be the one that would do Chainsaw Man. Like, them or Mappa, right? Like,
2: yeah, yeah. I
3: Just wrote, like. Give me... sorry, i don't know, man. Don't uh, maybe, I want a, maybe, <laughs> maybe I want to fire punch
2: anime first.
3: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I don't even know what the fuck a fire punch. I a fire punch anime would be. You know,
2: he'd, you know it'd be CG fire all the time.
3: Oh, God, no. You're totally right. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know, Uh, man.
2: Maybe maybe the only way to properly enjoy Fire Punch is with, like, shitty CGI.
3: You're not wrong, because Fire Punch... Look, we're we're getting to a real bad tangent over here, which is bad, (laughs) because the next anime we're talking about is also going to require a very bad tangent. But a Fire Punch anime, in a ways, would kind of have to be almost, I feel like, Pop Team Epic-esque in terms of, like... (laughs) anime shitposting incarnate because that's kind of what that story is.
2: Just like a different animation crew on every episode.
3: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I... Oh, boy. Long story short, Promised Neverland turned out pretty good so far. Really reminds me why I love the early parts of the manga so much. Like, very much... I'm I'm enjoying it. One of the... I'd say, like, you know, as much as I love My Hero Academia, I'd say, like, the first arc of the Promised Neverland is maybe some of the strongest, like, early stuff i've ever seen in weekly shonen jump
0: so uh it's yeah it's been pretty well received across the board would we say that the promised neverland is the best show of the season uh Mm.
3: yes uh mm.
1: it's pretty early to call that
3: look i don't know man did you listen to me talk about the price of smiles (laughs) Uh, i don't know you, you were
0: you are very enthusiastic about that show g so uh i don't know i don't know it's like i said it's 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 checking your boxes i know but uh
3: yeah but like in the worst way possible <laughs> like in All the right. sloppiest fucking like guiltiest pleasurest way you could possibly do it
1: speaking of checking g's boxes Hell yeah! Um, Let's just get I, into it. That is hump. why
0: I have you on this podcast. That was a beautiful transition. Ah. Um, <laughs> yes, so we're we're gonna we're gonna revisit our our discussion from the last episode, the battle between the two girls and airplanes shows. Uh, <laughs> so we had uh, girly Air Force on one side uh, versus the magnificent Kodobuki on the other. Two pretty different takes on the girls in airplanes uh, concept. Let's start with "Girly Air Force," which I think we G and I both watched and can de- definitively say it was bad, as expected. Yep, not very good. Um, I, I, I. The only <laughs> the only amusement I got out of it is the fact that the girls are actually the airplanes.
3: It's like upote yeah.
1: with planes.
3: Sorry, could you say that one more time? It's like,
1: it's like Upote,
0: but with planes. No, so no, because they don't literal. represent it's like it's the planes. The plane, the jet fighter. Like the end game of this is banging a literal jet fighter. Um, right.
3: Like the thing is, like it's, I mean, it's not, not like
0: unprecedented. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. The thing is that it's not like a Can Cole style. Like, oh, the girl represents the ship. Like the actual jet is there. It's a real jet. It's an actual Gripen E, a Swedish multi-role fighter. Very excellent plane. Not my favorite in the world, but the Japanese love it for some reason. But then the, the girl exists as like a AI unit. Like she, like. like the, okay, it's okay. So it's like these planes have stands. There are
2: two girls.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind that's of a good most, way of describing the, it. You like you know know how
2: them? in Transformers, Starscream summons like a fake pilot.
0: Is it like yeah, dialogue? yeah, kind of, but, of, of, uh, like, but the
3: pilot is real, like they're tangible. So uh,
0: yeah, uh, like like the the moment I realized what was going on, um, was like the the main guys, the main guy, I guess, falls in love with the plane or something. I don't know. Like the actual jet yeah. fighter, and he's like, I'm finding he, it, and he he sneaks onto like the military base, and they catch him, and uh, the yeah, the dude is man. um getting like interrogated or something, and like uh you like see like the light just lights come on in the background he's like well i guess we better stop the princess is angry and they turn around and it's like the actual jet fighter is angry because uh <laughs> they're they're like holding her new boyfriend at gunpoint. I mean, point okay um, Look, the
3: episode <laughs> literally ends with like the fucking like with like the fucking like doctor Sautome ask fucking like you know morally dubious like scientist dude telling the main kid just like ah oh, we know we we wouldn't want to keep you around, but the the plane has an interesting reaction when you're around. So, <laughs> welcome to the Air Force, kid. And it's like, ah, uh, yeah, all right. Uh... And I skimmed the second episode, and let me tell you, it doesn't get better. Like, girly Air Force, like girly Air Force and Kotobuki, which we'll get to later, are basically your two logical extremes of the spectrum of planes media. And girly <laughs> Air Force is like, it's all aesthetic with none of the substance like, fucking zero dog fighting in episode two. Episode two is like, the scientist is like, ah, oh, take the girl out on the town with you. She needs to learn what it's like to be human. And of course, it's to so live means like, them, oh, right? getting into, Yeah, yeah, it means it's like getting into hilarious, like, misunderstandings, you know, where she says stuff like, I, 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 I want you fucking, inside me. Yeah, like, I want you inside me, or fucking, what, what was that screenshot? Uh, it said, you know, the, to- the doctor told me to let you have your way with me, or some shit. It's like, it's one of those kind of fucking shows where it's just like, oh, they come to love each other because he shows her the world, the, tr- the real world, or and gives her a reason to fight or something. It's just, it's so fucking, like, it's like the most bog-standard harem shit imaginable. It, it's, and, look, I'm not saying that's, here's the thing, I won't say it's offensive, you know, like, you know, compared to some of the really bad anime that are airing this season, Girly Air Force isn't, like, bad in that truly abominable way it's just bad in the way that is like it's just like it's just simply unappealing like if you like it if you like your plane your plane foos like look i'm not gonna judge i got i got my i got my plane foos myself you know like uh... f-16c fighting falcon you know ride or die to the very end like i get it just as somebody who comes to planes media because like i'm all up in that macross plus area 88 shit like this anime is not giving me what I need. <sighs> okay, but what about the magnificent? Kurabiki? Yeah, so another,
2: another day, day volunteering at the Air Force. <laughs> Everyone keeps asking me if they can fuck the plane, <laughs> buddy. They won't even let me fuck it. <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's basically what this boils down to. So, so, yeah. So, on the one hand, so on the one hand, we have Girly Air Force, their take on fighter plane porn is making them into girls sort of <laughs> whereas on the other hand the magnificent kodobuki takes the concept of fighter plane porn in the perhaps the more traditional sense of uh, really getting into the the details so
3: we, in the yeah, proper direction
1: we, we were like we were watching this episode and like 5 minutes in after introducing the girls beating their normal cute girls doing cute things girl ensemble of the the regular one the pretty one the boy one the you know the
3: ojo Summer,
1: right fucking... the mom etc yeah. etc and then like they go take off in their planes and here's this like three minute long startup sequence and then here's this 10 minute long wordless dogfight And, like, I'm spending this whole time thinking, okay, when's this shoe going to drop and it becomes, like, hella anime. But no, it's just
3: actual plain shit. It's pure dogfighting. This show is like, Kotobuki is kind of this awful-looking thing. You know, maybe a couple steps above the Berserk anime, just because, you know, it's intentionally going for a more stylized look, but, like, it ends up having maybe the most realistic dogfighting I've ever seen in anime. Like, I'm talking, like, I'm talking true fucking ACM, aerial combat maneuvers. This is, I am not even joking, this is some fucking ace combat shit. You know, that sequence that I was talking about at the very beginning, like, they spend like fucking minutes like dedicated to showing like the plane startup sequence and it's like a nigh-perfect portrayal like down to like testing the flaps and all ignition configurations. And then the dogfighting itself, like, there's no anime bullshit. Hell, the characters don't even say that much. Like, it's, it's real ass like prop plane dog fighting. You know, I'm talking like, I'm talking fucking like pursuit curves and, and rolling scissors, like shot leading, like fucking true barrel rolls, you know, not aileron rolls, not that fake shit. I'm talking about real ass barrel rolls, barrel rolls, true, not barrel rolls, false, you know, (laughs) like, like it's, it's kind of absurd. And like, you know, again, I think as I I was mentioning mentioning to you guys in the chat, like, it's even communicating story and character in its dogfighting in a way that only, like, a truly crazy person would A, create, and B, would appreciate, <laughs> you know? Like, like the way the girls dogfight is just subtly different enough to, like, help you understand, like, like, oh, you know, this girl is, like, you know, she likes to pursue her planes like this, where this girl tends to, like, prefer this kind of maneuver. You know, it's kind of riskier, but tends to have bigger payoffs. And it's, like, whoever's making this anime fucking... Loves the shit out of planes. Okay, so I have mean, a question. the guy
2: who did Girls in Panzer. Which was the exact same thing,
3: except with tanks. And now I'm wondering, like, fuck, did I fuck up not watching that show? <laughs> that show's, like, the hugest thing uh, was, ever. Was,
0: or was Girls in Pan- and Panzer, uh, the, uh, that, like, realistic, though? I mean,. They the girls were practicing tank I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't really right. know. Like,
3: I guess I guess as far as I, I mean,
0: as far as
2: I know, it also has like loving detail for like tank maneuvers and like. Okay. I don't know. Sure. but it. I think
3: I think the difference is that like is like in in Kodobuki, Like, I mean, honestly, like to the less informed audiences, I almost feel like a show like Kotobuki would be more incentivized to be more anime to be kind of more extravagant because a lot of the maneuvers are very traditional like it's very traditional dogfighting that they're portraying here like I mean it's punched up a little bit for media but like for the most part they don't do anything that those planes would be unable to do in real life it's like it's this like really weird dedication to like the verisimilitude of of plane combat like it's I mean, frankly, it's more fucking realistic than Ace Combat, that's for sure. You know, I've been playing the fucking shit out of Ace Combat 7 right now, so, you know, this this month is like, I don't know, I guess 2019 is the year of the jet, apparently, but, you know, just, uh, I don't know, The Magnificent Kotobuki, it's, again, it doesn't look great, the characters aren't that interesting. I don't even know what the fuck they're actually doing with this story in the grand scheme of things, but... Okay, so I have a, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, this is made by the...
1: Main staff on Shirobako, right?
3: Uh, I think it has a lot of staff behind <laughs> the it, director
1: yes. staff and like. Uh, it. Isn't writer. this the? Isn't this based off like a show within a show in Shirobako? No, I feel like because I heard something vaguely along those lines.
3: Well, that's what we were all joking about, but no, because like no, it's, it, it's, it's actually different from the show within a show from oh, okay. Shirobako. Like, but it kind of feels like this is like yes, it definitely feels like they're making that show that was from in that show shiro Bako, that they always wanted to make it's just done in this really unappealing looking cg i, I uh,
2: mean because they probably brought that idea up
0: to PA works and PA works were like are you mad <laughs> well they did, uh, they did <laughs> i mean that's them, a thing right they did let them make the like ova or something they made like an ova or something
3: yeah they did do like a an ova pilot essentially um But yeah, it's like I don't really know how I'm going to feel about the magnificent Kotobuki in the long run. Like, but its sheer dedication to its highly specific craft is is so impressive. It's so well done that I cannot help but be filled with a deep respect for it. I
0: mean, G. Let me ask you this: Is the only thing holding you back from like legitimately loving it is the visuals?
3: Kinda, yeah. Like, (laughs) it's just no. I mean, I'm with you because they are
0: bad. It's the same studio that did Here's the Berserk. Mr. Yeah. Berserk 3D I,
3: I will say abomination. Some of the stills look some of the stills look pretty decent. Like there are definitely stills in this shot or there are definitely shots in this anime that like you can tell they spent a little bit of extra time and maybe they even like, you know, brushed up a little in 2D, like on top of it, so they look pretty good, but like you know, it's probably like, even the planes themselves, like it's lovingly rendered, like hundred percent accurately, but it still looks like a fucking like a a ps3 model at best you know (laughs) like it's just it's it's a damn shame because i feel like (sighs) this show could never be made in pure 2d not not in 2019 like it had to be cg like that that part i wholly accept but it's just a damn shame it doesn't look a little bit better because otherwise like I think this would be the show I would be the most enthusiastic about, just because of how much it it appeals to like my highly specific interests.
0: Yeah, I think then I guess loops back to uh, some of our previous conversations about why hasn't uh, CG looked better after like ten to twenty years of <laughs> ten to
3: twenty years of this shit. Yeah, yeah <laughs> seriously, it's a fan- that's a great question. You awesome. you know, especially another... when studios like Orange exist and
0: yeah. That's you know, another question. But, you from know your what, time, fucking,
3: but... Yeah, fucking whatever. At the end of the day, the best plane anime of the season is Ace Combat Seven. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, like if you are you know somebody this season is like, man, I really I really want some planes and overwrought melodrama and grizzled old men monologuing about 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 countries and nations and the nature of war and. Also cool jets and badass music. Just just save your money on your Crunchyroll subscription and go buy Ace Combat 7 again uh, instead. That'll how,
0: um, be a far better use of your money. How long how long before they get that girly Air Force collaboration, get those uh, bright neon color skins on the planes?
3: Um I'm counting the minutes as we speak, Joe. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Matter
0: of time. Uh, All right. So uh let let's keep moving. Uh, while we're still <laughs> while we're still checking all of G's boxes here, uh, <laughs> yep, magical girl spec ops Asuka. I actually also watched this. Um, you know what, G? I'll let you continue on on this one before I say.
3: We will just continue with just fucking G's fucking anime trash power <laughs> hour over here. Um, this show is look. I'm not gonna even bother trying to defend this show. It's it's kind of it's trashy and awful. Like like if if the price of smiles is trashy, but like in, in a like still entertaining way, magical girls spec ops osco is kind of trashy in like the bad way. I don't but know. I was, also, through, I was
1: thoroughly entertained for the first episode, but I don't think it can really entertain me for further yes. than that first episode.
3: And I totally agree with Ero, but also I'm going to keep watching this show because there's magical girls. There's a there's an angle. <laughs> There's an angle to this bullshit. Oh, oh, there, you guessed it. Yeah, the angle is it's girls with guns. Turns out I'm the easiest fucking person to please in the world. If you fucking take a girl, I don't care how bad the art is or how much I don't like her design, if you fucking hand her a fucking M16 or an AK-47, I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe I'll watch some of that. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not great, but like... And I kind of wish it was a little bit more self-aware because I feel like there are moments of yeah, it to kind of realize how absurd... Like how absurd the angle of it is. Like, like the main character is this magical girl. She's a veteran of the old magical girl war against like the evil magical stuffed animals. And
0: like,
3: the pre the prologue of this anime starts off with like a bunch of like sliding stills of like this war and 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 watching that I'm like fuck dog I want I want that anime. The fuck is going on in this shit? Yeah. Like, and like it's like that i was like a few years ago she's like older now but like she's got she like, said <laughs> the war never left her uh, she's got scars that you don't see <laughs> like i i i don't ever mean to like make light of pdsd or veterans who struggle with uh you know their experiences after after their time you know in war but the main character has a fucking Nam flashback when she sees an animal mascot handing out balloons to kids because the monsters in the show look like stuffed animals, so she has a fucking, like, flashback slash hallucination of that animal mascot, like, picking up that kid and crushing his head like a fucking melon. And, like...
1: It's so goofy.
3: It's so yeah, well, fucking well, over you know, the she top. Has,
0: and she has the flashback with, like, her parents things killing her parents or whatever. Oh, right, that's right. Fucking between yes, like, be, their body by, parts uh, being delivered
3: in a fucking stuffed box. Animals, by the way. <laughs> by, yeah, <laughs> like by stuffed animals, like some like caro ass motherfuckers, you know? Like, like again, I don't think the show is good, but when the main character is dropping lines like fucking old snake, you know, where she's like, Oh, I gotta I gotta keep my mind occupied at all times because when I'm just alone with my thoughts. I just think about the bad times. It's like are you
0: fucking kidding me? <laughs> like Yeah, it's... I I um I I I don't think it even comes close to t- taking advantage of its premise, which No, no, it definitely doesn't play on it well. Yeah, enough. which like again, like like you said some self-awareness would help or I don't know or better integrating the the magical girl thing. There's there's so much there's so much yeah. potential that's not being tapped. And basically, you just yes. get like a mediocre action show, and
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I mean that
0: could be worse. It could be worse. There are worse things than that. Oh but... yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, again, I guess I'll say kind of similar to Girly Air Force. This anime isn't like horrible. It's just trashy and like you know not very good. But <laughs> you know, also, it's like doing some shit that like I cannot help but. I mean, look, I'm going into this more like a comedy, you know? I cannot take a show like this seriously. <laughs> Even right. though it takes um, itself
0: like, 110% seriously. Yeah, like,
3: the moment you take it seriously, all is lost. But... Yeah. I don't know. It's it's like the kind of thing... Like, watching this show kind of reminded me of, like, Nobunaga, of all things. <laughs> like, like, if this show was more like Nobunaga, if it was more, like, edgy but self-aware about it, and, mm. like, into it, I think that would work a lot better than what it's currently doing.
0: Yeah, because that show... Uh, we didn't we, deserve no That show was most intelligently <laughs> stupid show.
3: Oh yeah, totally. Yes. yes. Um, like that was a show that was stupid, but it was written by smart people. Yes, it was. It was a very
0: stupid uh, show written by very smart people. Um, and it was great, but uh, this show—the
3: pipe comes out of the axe's head. <laughs> All right. When the act
0: transforms, uh,
3: they, they do the Native American chanting and the little smoke pipe comes out of it, like, uh, <laughs> dumb as
1: shit. Yeah.
3: Jack the Ripper is Florence Nightingale. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we can talk about Nobunaga another time.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Stay tuned for our Nobunaga rewatch podcast coming <laughs>
0: soon to the Glorio Network. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm totally down for that. But uh, yeah. Anyways, that show that show is great. This show is not um no alas is- yeah all right so let's get to our final show on the list uh you know shocking no one my personal favorite so far <laughs> um <laughs> so we have hmm. uh kaguya samba <laughs> uh, love underlying. is war uh which is the the uh the best romantic comedy of the season i don't even know if there are other ones i don't even remember but is it, only romantic it might comedy be the, of the only season? one i don't know but um it's pretty solid. Uh this this is the one. So <laughs> my my hot take elevator pitch for this was uh what if what if you took uh Takagi-san but both the guy and the girl are both Takagi. Um so... I mean my my take was what if the gay subtext
2: in Death Note was the entire show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it could be both.
0: That, that, that does both kind of line up, I think. Um so the, the the two main characters are, you know, uh, the, the, like geniuses and they're, they're basically trying... To actually, actually
2: no, I'm going to have to correct you this. It's Takagi-san, the but they're both Nishikata. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: they, you mean like they try to plot a lot and they're bad at it? Yes. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> they, I mean, I mean, called...
0: they just make it sound smarter, but in the end, maybe it isn't. Um that's right. Yeah, they do they just keep playing themselves. Yeah, because because they right? make it, they make it sound like they're playing some real like fourth dimensional chess, uh, trying to get each other to confess. Which is the whole the whole premise of the show is that they're supposed to be like these super genius at a, super geniuses at a school for geniuses or whatever. And they they so it, oh, they it's have kind of they have definitely fallen in love. They know that each other have fallen. Like it's like I know that you know that I know that you know that I like you. But uh, they're trying. Oh,
3: Legend of the Galactic Heroes!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and so, but they're trying to get the other they, they're trying to get the other person to say it first, basically, because you know they feel like because love is war. Yes. Um, I have. I, I still have not fully reconciled with that aspect of it because.
2: It, there, the thing is just they're so proud that they don't want to admit defeat
0: right but the fact that they're like, equating, like, like
2: everyone like... in the show admits that they are complete idiots and they should just confess already yes and it's just like them who are being getting wound up about this and like part of the show is the overcoming that
3: <laughs> right so i guess my question then is like is the appeal then watching like their increasingly convoluted plans? Because I feel like, especially talking to you and Marlin, Gel, that like I feel like the thing that always frustrates you guys about these kind of shows is like when the subtext is clearly there, but they take you know fucking forever. They
0: drag their feet to the confession. So, so then I, I think the the difference here, I, I would say, this is primarily a comedy above all else. Yeah. So the fun yes. the fun is watching them come up with these stupid plans and fail miserably at it um and uh it's kind of hard to explain you know comedy is in general is usually pretty hard to explain in words but it's pretty clear when you um when you watch it the both the writer and director like understand how comedy works and do a very good job of executing it um so like that you know they know how to set up good jokes uh, you know, the, the comedic timing of everything is spot on. Um, The presentation is pretty slick, actually. Um, It's very dynamic. I mean,
2: this is exactly what a Kaguya-sama anime should have looked like. Extremely over the top, like Death Note levels of <laughs> super smug scheming.
0: Right. It wouldn't have worked if they hadn't look, made it look like this. Yeah. And it's, it's so you know it's, it's presented well um i guess kind of uh, one thing i think that kind of indicates the tone of the show like so like you know just like all comedies they kind of have like you know three or four little arcs in each episode of like them setting up some you know elaborate scheme and then it failing miserably and then at the end they actually have the narrator come in and determine who won that round <laughs> like it, it's like yeah there's like this round uh you know the wind goes to kaguya or this or then he'll come up with some elaborate you know reason as to why and then you know we move on to the next one um so i i think because the primary appeal is the comedy part and the romance part is kind of cute or whatever but it's you know i i don't really care so much about them just you know making out already because that's not like the i wouldn't say the main focus um indeed yeah Though, I have to say, like,
2: as a reader of the manga, it's surprisingly diverse. Like, it's not like Takagi-san, which is literally the same thing over and over and over again. But there are, like, fun side characters who get their time in the spotlights. There are some, like, mini arcs, just some character development, and just, like, some like the standard school life anime stuff, you know, like the Athletics Festival and the elections for the new president of the or like the new term of the student council. Right. So, so that also
3: involved like weird guillotine uh <laughs> well
0: alas alas. Well here's the here's the thing. Like I think uh to Aqua's point with Takagi san that show part of kind of the 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 whole point of that show is it was kind of very down to earth and kind of grounded in reality whereas this one there's no like fantasy elements per se but like they're all super rich and have unlimited resources and like it's a a lot more like crazy in that way yeah like weird stuff can happen Uh, and and there are more like so like there is actually like a a third character that's fairly important, who's like the secretary of the student council. So like, so like the two, the main couple is like the president and vice president of the student council. And then like their secretary is like this, like, uh, airheaded, airheaded, uh, but like, but, but she serves her role very well as sort of like the buffer between the two. Um, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I I, I would probably know better if he's reading the manga. I get, is is she trying to get them together secretly in the background? I don't know, but, um, let's just say that she knows more than she lets on.
3: (laughs) Oh, it's all part of her keikaku. Yeah. I
0: see. So, (laughs) um,
3: keikaku (laughs) meets plan.
0: Yes. So, yeah, there's, there's like enough, there's, there's, there's definitely more variety there than something like say Takagi-san, because there are, you know, plot elements in there that allow them to do crazier, bigger stuff. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been pretty solid and pretty fun so far. Um, It's just a
2: very charming, well-made anime comedy that gets the most out of an interesting premise. Right. I'd say like, yeah. I think the only uh, and go ahead sh- Aqua. like major shout out major shout out to the animators and the director for making this look exactly as over the top
0: as it should be. Yeah.
3: What studio is that? A1. Yeah, oh, it's A1. A game made right. by
0: A1 so it's pretty top notch. Um also the okay, A2.
1: Actually, it's the same director as Kodobuki. Uh so <clears throat> wait what? <laughs> Wait no wait, no, is, no I'm I'm totally, oh, right. I'm totally okay. wrong okay. I'm totally wrong who shows the wrong me. fucking tab open oh <laughs> and clicked just right. click on the director and that guy uh, came yeah. out my like, okay must be that show <laughs> <laughs> one last it's the same director as rakugo is
0: what it was uh, okay. yeah one last uh one last thing on that
3: <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Oh what a good choice would that have been though.
0: one all last right. uh one last thing on, on that show. The OP is great.
3: <laughs> yes, I like that OP yeah, a lot. That OP is pretty damn good. I have not watched a single second <clears throat> of that show, but that OP is solid. Yeah
0: I'm, I, uh, yeah, I'm all in favor for any time you know a show like they bust out the like seventies male singers. Yeah, he's he's kind of a yeah, you kinda of like this seventies crooner vibe on that, but
3: I mean now that that voice is very good, but now, now I'm just saying as a mere suggestion. What if, what if in that opening, instead of like some boy and girl doing some dumb whatever shit, what if instead in that opening, it was a man riding a motorcycle, and then that motorcycle could transform into a power armor, okay, and yeah, then okay, man, okay, uh,
2: let saying, me let me give take your suggestion and add. What if they screamed the name of the show a okay. bunch of times? Okay. Okay, okay. At the appropriate moments like in the... Uh... <laughs> Takuya Sama, the genius is more of love and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> ah. what if, can we, can
1: we, what if we add some shouted attack names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah I, I like where this is going. I think... All right, A1, uh, once again, you can send a check in the mail to uh, the Network at paypal.com. <laughs> I, I just... Do not uh, actually send anything to that address? I don't think that address actually exists. Gel, maybe you should get on to making that address. Oh, yeah, but...
0: it does. It's not linked to PayPal, though. I, that that can be arranged. Oh, uh, okay. But, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just I just appreciate any time an OP for a show like this doesn't just go with, like, the have the main actress sing idol J-pop stuff. an idol j-pop song in a in a squeaky squirrely voice type of thing and i mean making a paypal sounds like a good idea that
2: way we can pay people to listen to our podcast <laughs>
1: or maybe,
0: yes. yeah maybe, or maybe i can pay the writing staff oh wait <laughs> um anyway um yes yeah, so that show is good and uh yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the end of the list. That just leaves us. Yep, that just leaves us with one more question. Does this season of anime spark joy?
3: <sighs> Are we
0: bringing up that uh what's the lady's name? I mean, uh, otherwise we're gonna have to toss it out.
3: <laughs> Let's. Um- <laughs> You know what? You know. Please don't do this of, to me. You know what? The price of smiles sparks something in me. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if it's joy, maybe it's arousal. Just a, <laughs> yes, maybe just feverish arousal. Well, I think the arousal
0: but was was from uh, Magnificent Kotobuki in the plane sequences, right? G? You're
3: right. I'm getting these mixed yeah. up. Yes, so,
0: buddy, they wouldn't even let me fuck the planes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay. All right.
3: For for everything we have to say about this kind of generally not super hot season, there are uh, at least so far well, some things worth. Yeah, I, I about, wouldn't say. I, you
0: know? I, I when I, I guess when I was saying at the outset that the that the season was predictable, I didn't necessarily mean that was bad. It was just that the again the shows that we thought were going to be good were generally good, and the shows that we thought were bad generally bad. I think there's certainly plenty of things for us to watch. Um, you know, I don't know if there's anything, you know, any, you know, all time greats in this lineup, but, you know, there's enough to keep us, uh, keep us entertained. So I was, I thought you were going to say occupied, but <laughs> well, I I'm setting, I'm setting my baseline for, uh, my entertainment to be at least entertaining occupied is, uh, maybe a little too low of a bar for yeah. me. <laughs>
3: oh, oh i don't know joe occupied entertained in the year 2019 is is there really a difference like
0: yeah i don't know if your
3: media could just occupy your brain so you don't have to think about all the other shit
0: then really hasn't it largely succeeded occupy my brain so i don't flash back to the stuffed animals murdering my parents
3: yeah the stuffed animals <laughs> you know of of
0: 99 of uh yeah i yeah a, i yeah i'd be going back to a much earlier stuffed animal war but anyway we're Let's, let, let's let's just wrap this show up now. We've gone on long enough. Sure, we've gone on for a while. <laughs> all right, so um, let's uh, do our general housekeeping. Um, you can read everything we write at theglorialblog.com. Go ahead and check out all of our first looks for all the shows. Obviously, we watched a lot more than what we talked about today. Uh, there may be something else in there that we missed that you might be interested in, but I highly doubt it um, <laughs> that most of that was just for all of you angry, we didn't mention
3: Boogie Pop. You can read our first post, our first look post on the <laughs> blog.
0: Yeah, I, I did not include that because nobody on the podcast today is still watching. It. I think Marlon said he was going to keep watching it, but I don't know if he still is. But um
3: also because this podcast is nearly two hours, yeah. so something has to go.
0: Anyway, you can go check that out and read about me writing about gotcha games about mermaids or whatever, and uh, <laughs> that's all on the main site. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at the Glorio blog. Uh, You can uh, subscribe to our YouTube page, which we do not have a URL because we don't have enough subscribers. Please subscribe uh, where we post uh, our podcast here uh, as well as our, uh, my 20 part let's play of Minecraft. (laughs) Yeah. Coming soon. Aqua plays Uh, Minecraft. Uh, It does anime role playing in Minecraft um and then uh <laughs> better than on twitter <laughs> <laughs> and then uh of course our other podcast with Iron G Legend of the Glorious Heroes covering the original 1988 OVA Legend of the Galactic Heroes series you go check that out
3: we haven't even rec- we haven't even recorded the next podcast yet but let me tell you folks i think it's going to be an interesting trio <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes the quote yes uh, those were very good episodes i've Managed to catch up on those as well. Um, Yes, and uh, podcast is also available on iTunes, on Podbean, and someday on Google Play when I figure out what the problem is with our WordPress thing. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, We're trying, so someday soon. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, and, uh, you know, we'll catch everybody next time. Yo, Lily, hit that big-ass rat. <laughs> Catch you in the skies, buddy. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping it now.